What's going on, family? TGIF. Thank God it's Friday and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB, Gerard Bonner. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you've had a great week. Guess what, guys? The weekend's here and that is always cause for celebration. So no matter what kind of week you've had, you survived it. You made it, and it's often time for us to do something fun. So I hope that you've got something fun planned for the weekend. Uh, Definitely, that's going to be a good thing. And if you don't, figure something out. You deserve to treat yourself well this weekend. Shout out to everybody who joins us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Also, big shouts to uh, everybody who has subscribed to us uh, via podcast. Wherever it is you check us out, we thank you for your support. And if you're brand new to The Faction, welcome aboard. We're honored and privileged to have you with us. So with that said, you tune in to hear us talk wrestling. So I've got wrestling news for you. So let's start by taking a look at the Wednesday Night War, which features AEW Dynamite going up against NXT. Now, it was a big night for both shows as NXT is building towards their big Halloween Havoc episode that's coming up now in about two weeks' time. AEW, on the other hand, is celebrating the one-year anniversary of their show. And so with that said, congratulations to AEW Dynamite, who drew in 826,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 753,000 viewers. So they picked up there about 73,000 viewers uh, week over week. Meanwhile, NXT picked up 651,000 viewers. That's up from last week's 639,000 viewers. Now, a couple of things that I think are important to remember. Last week, uh, they were battling the vice presidential debates head on. So certainly that's going to make an impact on the numbers. Uh, This week, they were battling the American League Championship Series in Major League Baseball as well. So with all of that said, both of them put on, I thought, fantastic shows. Of course, on AEW Dynamite, you had all four champions defending their championships, and they all did so successfully. So congratulations to all of them. Had some really great matches involved, including, of course, that TNT title match that saw uh, Orange Cassidy versus Cody Rhodes, and it went to a 20-minute time limit. I thought that was such a good look for... uh, Orange Cassidy, who's very clearly a star in 2020, has been very, very good to Orange Cassidy. There's no questioning that. And of course, we are getting some insight as to what uh, their next pay-per-view is going to look like, full gear. It looks like uh, Eddie Kingston will be getting a shot at the world championship after uh, the way he and his crew handled the AEW champion, who is still the AEW champion, that being, of course, John Moxley. On the NXT side of things, we saw the return of Tony Storm to NXT, which was pretty significant. We saw a number of pretty significant moves. There's some questions right now relative to Finn Balor and if he will remain the NXT champion after a broken jaw and jaw surgery, uh, which is something. But I want to talk a little bit about the ending of NXT. As we know, NXT continues to do big things, and we found out that Candice LeRae is the new number one contender for the Women's Championship, and she'll be battling Io Shirai at Halloween Havoc. Equally, 
we learned that still your NXT North American champion, it's Damian Priest, and he'll be battling Johnny Gargano. But how these matches will be decided was introduced to us courtesy of the host of Halloween Havoc, Shotzi Blackheart, as she introduced a concept called Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal. So I'm not sure where everybody who's listening to us is on all of this in terms of your wrestling history, et cetera, et cetera. But spin the wheel, make the deal uh, feels a whole lot where there's no feels to it. It absolutely is a play on WCW. And so I personally find it intriguing and amazing how many WCW concepts have found their way to NXT. Of course, we saw this year the Great American Bash make its debut in NXT, uh, being a two-night event, which I thought was absolutely amazing. We've seen War Games resurrected in NXT, not done in Raw or SmackDown. Um, And so now we have another WCW concept in both Halloween Havoc and Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal. I'm just going to say this. I think it's amazing. I think it's incredible. And this is what I love about it. I feel like because of the WWE Network and because of the wrestling history and acumen of Triple H, WCW will never truly die because what I believe they're doing is they're taking the absolute best of WCW and they're bringing it to the forefront. And quite frankly, that's necessary particularly if you're trying to compete with AEW. Now, why I say that is because on the AEW side, and let's be clear, they are not WCW, but what WCW did in their war with the WWE is they brought relatively fresh concepts to things. WCW and the NWA were always cutting edge when it came to match creations right i mean let's think about this of course we talked about war games but they brought us matches like the bunkhouse stampede uh we had the electrified cage the original thunderdome um also you know we've seen bull rope matches chain matches the dog collar matches um all sorts of unique things that were originated to us on a national stage by the nwa slash wcw So it's really, really cool to see NXT go back and kind of grab the good. No, we don't need a Viagra on a pole match, and I don't think Triple H would ever stoop there. But uh, being able to go back and grab something like Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal as part of Halloween Havoc, it's nostalgia. It's amazing. And speaking of nostalgia, let's not forget they brought back the In Your House pay-per-views from the new generation era of the WWE. I say all of that to say WCW's influence on NXT is a very very good thing and it's a great way to bring up the nostalgia and the impact of a Dusty Rhodes uh, on NXT to counteract what's happening in AEW so I love it I think it's great I can't wait to see how it's going to turn out and what matches end up being determined by spin the wheel, make the deal. Shout out to NXT. All right, so there's a lot of other news to get into. Uh, we want to offer our condolences to the family of British wrestler Ryan Smile, who passed away this week at age 31 after losing his battle with mental health. 
Ryan was a key member of the Rev Pro and OTT Wrestling Series. Uh, he was a high flyer that was a huge part of the UK independent wrestling scene. Tributes came pouring really from all across the wrestling world, including Pete Dunne, Will Ospreay, Ricochet, Mia Yim. Here's a guy who has been really all over the wrestling scene, including Ring of Honor, Rev Pro, and so many other places. And so our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Ryan Smile. Again, you know, we've seen in the world of pro wrestling, and certainly this year, too many too many wrestlers gone too soon um, and you just never know what people are dealing with and so as wrestling fans historically we aren't always the kindest people to uh, those who perform and put their lives on the line for our entertainment and so whether you like somebody or don't it's never a space to be cruel to them on social media or anywhere else so I just want to suggest and remind us that wrestlers are people too Wrestlers deal with all sorts of challenges and issues, and I want us to be cognizant of that as we are certainly being fans and enjoying the sport, but not just wrestlers. Everybody's dealing with a lot. We're in the middle of a global pandemic still, and here in the United States, we've got all sorts of racial tension happening. We've got all sorts of things happening with the election, etc., etc. It's a tense time, and don't think that just because you are not on a stage uh, that those who are on a stage aren't dealing with it. Wrestlers go to work dealing with these types of issues just like you and I. So let's be thoughtful. Let's be considerate. Let's be kind. That'll never, never go out of style. All right. With that said, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about the collective, the collective that happened with GCW. We talked about it earlier this week where there were some 12 shows that were originally supposed to happen under the heading of GCW during WrestleMania weekend because of the global pandemic that was canceled. But it ended up happening last weekend in Indianapolis. It was a fantastic show uh, that involved social distancing, etc. Etc. However, coming out of that, we have word that there are at least three wrestlers who participated that have all tested positive for COVID 19. That includes Dan the Dad, Cabana Man Dan, and AC Mack, AC Mack being a former SHW champion. As a result of the positive tests, St. Louis Anarchy canceled its event scheduled for tonight. And ROH pulled talent that were at the collective from its upcoming TV tapings. Now, Ring of Honor, very similar to the NBA, has created a bit of a bubble environment in Baltimore, and they're following a strict COVID protocol ahead of their upcoming tapings, which I think just there's a lot of wisdom to that. But um, certainly our thoughts and prayers are with everyone uh, dealing with COVID-19 and certainly those wrestlers uh, and other talent who contracted the virus over the three day independent wrestling weekend. So, again, kind of unfortunate news coming out of that. But these things happen, as we well know, we've certainly seen it happen 
in WWE uh, as well. So definitely our thoughts and prayers, and we hope for a speedy recovery for all of the wrestlers involved. Before we get out of here, we want to talk just a little bit about a big piece of news that came out this week um, from one of wrestling's biggest superstars, and that would be John Cena, who now is officially married. He married his girlfriend, Shay Shariatsida. And that marriage apparently happened on Monday without an audience, but there is a marriage license. It did happen. And for everyone following this, you cannot help but note the irony that here's a guy who went on public television as part of the series Total Bellas and Total Divas. And of course, his relationship with Nikki Bella was chronicled. He said he did not want to get married pretty much under any circumstances. Then, of course, we saw at WrestleMania 33, he popped the question, proposed to her. It was clearly unplanned for her. Uh, She accepted it. She was excited. But the road to marriage was a bit rocky. He didn't want to have kids, etc., etc., etc. Nikki did. Nikki ultimately breaks off the engagement. Fast forward to 2020, and Nikki is engaged uh, to Artem from Dancing with the Stars. Nikki is now a mother, something that she's always wanted. And John Cena is married. It's a weird turn of events. And all I'll really say is this: number one, I'm happy that both of them are happy and that they found love. Uh, I do just think though, John Cena, man, like if you didn't want to marry Nikki, you should have just let her go. Putting her through what she went through um, for years on national television, eh, I think that could have been better. And you know, you could argue, yeah, Nikki chose to stay or whatever. I'll just say this, fellas, those who are listening, Have clear intentions with the women that you're dealing with and don't string them along. Don't do what was done to Nikki Bella. That's just bad business, right? Like, and if you don't know, like, be honest and say you don't know. But I personally am curious what made things different for the young lady that he chose to marry. And they were in a shorter relationship than the relationship he was in with Nikki Bella. Ah, don't know. Anyway. Just reporting the news, folks. With that said, we're going to get out of here. SmackDown tonight should be very, very interesting as we have a universal title match between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. Uh, It'll be the last appearance for a few folks on SmackDown who are headed to Raw, including the New Day, who will have their farewell match. Uh, Jeff Hardy will have his farewell match from SmackDown as he battles Lars Sullivan. Not even going to dig into the Lars Sullivan news right now uh, just because we don't have time. But maybe we'll dig into some of that next week. But I want to get your thoughts on everything we've talked about today. Uh, We've had a lot of news. So let us know. Hit us up by social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Again, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to us. Rate us and leave us a comment as well. And of course, we're going to have all sorts of wrestling news coming your way this weekend. So be on the lookout for that. But until next time, it's your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. Collectively, we're known as The Faction. Have a great day.